0: Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm Bancoly Makwede, your resident food bank buddy. Today, we're going to be discussing episodes one and two of the new HBO BBC co-production Rain Dogs. And joining me today, nothing, and I do mean nothing, gets her in the mood like a dead body. Guys, it's Priscilla. Priscilla, how are you doing? How are you?
1: I feel, I completely forgotten about that scene. Till you brought it up. <laughs>
0: that was that was a scene. That was definitely a scene. <laughs> was...
1: There was choices. Everyone, there day. was
0: just making incredible, incredible life changing choices. Everyone do you
1: just. What, do you upset me. What? It was a black lady.
0: <laughs> black yeah, ladies can make choices as well. What, what, what do you no, want no, me to we say?
1: Don't, we, we don't do that. Why? Why did she you... apparently That's does? She, I don't like removing cards. I'm removing her card. Because I kept watching it and I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You've got coffee in there.
0: My main thing was just that it's her dad's business. Like, he could, we don't know. He, he could walk in any time. Corlys Valer- Valerian could have just walked in at any point.
1: Her dad was good looking, though. I'll give him that.
0: Well, you know who her dad that, is, right?
1: I recognised him. I
0: that's is that's, that's what I just said. <gasps> You didn't recognise him without the without the wig. Great
1: dreadlocks. Oh, no wonder we fancied <laughs> him. Because I fancied him on oh the Oh my jacket. God. Everything's like, oh, he's bold in real life. That changes a lot. I don't like bold men.
0: But you said Except you fancied him.
1: I so fancied clearly, him. I
0: clearly, clearly it feels like your body's betraying your mind or your, really your brain. Is. Clearly. Mm, maybe maybe right. you do fancy bold men. Mm? Mm? I Mm? He upset me.
1: Because he was like my exemption to the rule. And I um, thought maybe he's in my head like if he was wearing a bald cap, but he's bald. A, that would be such
0: a random choice to make in this show just to wear a bold cap. Anyway, Priscilla, how have you been? How was your weekend?
1: Sure, it's been good. I've fully recovered now. Um, but yeah, I feel <laughs> good, good been.
0: I'm okay. Um, did Manchester United's loss help or affect your so recovery? The, the,
1: the, the best thing about that game right, was the fact that I, okay, I don't know if it's good or not. I'll preface this for everyone who doesn't know, right? So, my colleague goes, I was sick, so I didn't watch the first half. I've been told, everyone's like, oh, like, you guys were good. Like, look, no, everyone kept telling me, everyone, you know, everyone said because I, I knew that I was going to make it for the second half. So all my friends were like, oh, like, you guys, you guys were good. You're unlucky to go 1-0 down. Um, you had the better chances. sure was, um, Basically, best one of the best players of the half. Number <laughs> one of that half. And then, like, uh, Rashford wasn't in the game too much because they couldn't really find him. They found him once and he was unlucky to miss. And I was like, okay, fair enough. And they were like, oh, but Casemiro's has probably picked up something. And I thought, damn it. And I thought, okay, I'll watch the second half, right? So I'll come in watching the second half, but one nil down. Okay, fair enough. I could one nil die at Anfield. If we score another goal, we draw, I confirm it. You know, I confirm it. Watched us (laughs) collapse. Watching Luke Shaw, and I was texting my best friend saying, "So when you told me he was good in the first half, were you lying to me?" And they were like, "He was actually really good in the first half." So I said, "So what's happened? Did they eat something? Did did someone did were they poisoned? Like what happened? Like what like what what happened? Like uh, it don't." I watched us concede three goals. It got to four or five. And I said, to someone, well, let's put a true crime documentary on Netflix. I'm not watching the rest of this anymore.
0: You'd rather watch murder?
1: No. I'd rather watch murder. And then, what was worse, my neighbour's a Liverpool fan, so I could tell where Liverpool scored because oh. he would cheer. And he cheered like three more times. And I thought, are you joking <laughs> me? Like, are you joking me? So I've still not seen the other three goals we've conceded. I will say, Luke Shaw, you watch her back.
0: <laughs> I mean, some people are out here saying best left back in the league, but that's, not f- that's, that's fine, that's fine. Okay,
1: okay, 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 okay. Before, <laughs> I'm going to back him, I'm going to back him, I'm going to back him a bit, yeah. He actually has been for but he actually has been. If he was in the team of the year, I don't think anyone would complain. I don't oh, think so anyone sad. would complain. He'd been that good. Whatever he did in those 45 minutes, he needs to sit God for it. <laughs> Because the only time I've ever seen him backed off like this was for my godchild. But that's fine. You love him. That's your boy. I can understand. For Saka? Yeah, Saka. Yeah, that's your boy. So I understand. Like, your mates, you probably wouldn't be like, I don't want to do something too tough on you. Fair enough. Okay, I don't mind. And Saka's good. Fair enough. For Salah. That's meant to... You meant to hate him to the pits of your stomach. The only one who I'm not coming out with him against... Is no one, but I'm not going too hard on um, Rashford because I don't know what he did. So I need to watch the game.
0: <laughs> like, I'm a-
1: so, because I <laughs> don't know what you did, I'm not say anything about you. Everyone else, when I was watching the first um, 15 minutes, you did something crap. But let's talk about Rain Dogs because I'm getting upset again. <laughs> You don't understand. I wanted us to play another game the next day. They needed to wreck it. Because you know what? We could go on to win the Europa League at FA Cup and I'm never going to forget that we won, We lost 7-0. 7-0.
0: That would be lot. a puck. 7 is a lot, a lot. 7 it.
1: times. Do you know one of my favourite films is 7? Do you think I can watch that again? <laughs> I can't watch Brad Pitt say what's in the box, what's in the box now, because of that football team. <laughs> it's no one. It's definitely not Rashford. Rashford's definitely not. It's not Rashford. Rashford was not in that box. <laughs> oh, my what God. What the hell did I watch?
0: Okay, Rain Dogs. If you don't know about this show, I think this conversation is, it's not really a spoiler issue, at least so far for what we've watched. So, you can listen to this and find out if you want to watch the show, if you don't know anything about it. But Rain Dogs is a comedy about a single mother trying to write her way out of abject poverty while working at a peep show and the colourful characters that colour her world. It is created by Cash Caraway, who is an author and a dramatist that shot to prominence um, off the back of her memoir, Skin to Estates, um, that kind of chronicles her life as a working mother living in poverty. So it's kind of like, when you know that that's her life and her memoir, it's like, what part of this is fact, what part of this is fiction, where does the line blur between her real life and the show? Uh, is starring Daisy May Cooper, Jack Farthing, Ronke Adekolujo, Floyd Tashjan, and Adrian Edmondson. Uh, episode one is titled "It's Hard to Be a Saint in This City," and episode two is titled "Scenes from a Crucifixion." Both are written by Cash Caraway and directed by Richard Laxton. Priscilla, what did you think of these first two episodes?
1: It's classic Daisy May Cooper comedy.
0: Okay, say. wait. Let me. Let me. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm really sorry, but that's a good. Do you know her? Do you know of her work?
1: Did you work yeah, like this so country? She, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I sort of knew, I know Daisy, so I was sort of going, I, that's why I was like, okay, I'm intrigued to see this because um, she's, because this country was really, really good. Really, mm-hmm. really good. Because she wrote that with her brother. And mm. so I was intrigued to see like um how she, I knew with the when I saw the trailer that, yeah, she's probably going to knock this out of the park because this is, this mm. is up her alley. Um, but yeah, I was actually excited to watch it because Ace is very, very good. Very, very, very good with like gritty, like realistic stuff like this. Mm-hmm. That That's sort of her bag. So I was intrigued to see how she was going to cope with it and it, yeah, I quite liked it.
0: I didn't want this country, I kind of missed that. I heard a lot of, obviously when you're someone like me, like us, that were doing these kind of things for a living. I heard people talking about this country, but I never, never really got a chance to watch it. I only really know Daisy Mikupa from her work on Avenue 5. Um, so yeah, I didn't really have any... I kind of knew of Ronke, just again, just through social media and people you follow. And I'm like, oh, I know, I know who this person is. I've never really seen much of her. And usually when we do episodes like this, we kind of focus on plots, right? And we might get into... Plot a bit later, but for one, the plot can be very quickly summarized because episodes are like twenty-seven minutes each, and it's not like Earth chapter stuff that is happening. But at the moment, personally, in terms of my opinion, I'm more impressed by the show than I am in love with it. Obviously, with what two episodes, a quarter of the way through the season, that could quickly change. But I'm also just very interested and impressed with the world and almost kind of like how the <laughs> the macro sausage making of the show. So that's kind of like what I want to discuss with you first. I mean, so I was I listened to a podcast a few weeks back, and they were talking about British actors, and he said, um, "What makes British actors great is that they look like real people."
1: Yes.
0: And I, and in that moment, I thought, "Oh, that's a British engineer's kind of like a backhanded compliment. But then I'm watching Rain Dogs, and like everyone from top to bottom, I'm not singling out anyone. Everyone looks like someone I'll see on the streets of London. Everyone looks real. And that instantly puts me. And it's like, again, look, these are. A lot of these people are stars. I'm not saying like nobody's bad looking. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the makeup. But everyone just looks real. As opposed to if you had American stars doing, playing this kind of role, you can tell, oh, this is someone acting in this kind of role. Trying to, every-
1: trying to play someone who's from that position. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everyone looks real. Everyone feels real. Everyone has. Real faces, real bodies, real accents. And that instantly put me in the world. And I believe the world. And I'm very... This is what I want to talk about because I don't know anything about this world. And that's weird. Right? Because, like, this world is probably just a stone throw away from where we live. From, like, uh, literally from our houses. Like, like, I didn't know there was... I, 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 don't, I, I didn't know there were still peep shows. Like, I had to Google incognito in, in Mode, obviously. But I had to Google. I was like, are there peep shows still in London? Is that still a thing that happens? But I think in using borrowing that term from that podcaster, like British actors look real, it just gives this level of credibility to the world instantly. Like I, I believe everything. I believe this corner shops. I believe the uh, woman behind the behind the corner shop tail. I just the world just immediately felt real. and felt like something I had experienced. And then is that something that you came across?
1: Yeah, I think the petro thing. I've seen it when I was in Nottingham. They still have those around actually. Um, what I liked about it, sorry to get all political, guys, was... Oh, wait, the, sorry,
0: I'm sorry. The reas- the main reason I asked you to do this show me was for you to be political. So, like, please be political. I I was like, this would be very good for Priscilla's politics, so please be political.
1: I think the political aspect of it, Tory Britain, like, working-class mm-hmm. Britain, in, mm-hmm. a, in an ideal world, when a single mother who's in a vulnerable position, who... Quite clearly, she's looking after her daughter well. You'd think there'd be the safety measures put in place Mm -hmm. for her to be like. If this was a perfect world, perfect Jeremy Corbyn world, (laughs) you know, you'd be able to, you know, go to the council or whoever person you but I'm just using Gramps as my um, option here. But you'd go to the council, declare yourself homeless, and they'll probably try and place you somewhere in temporary accommodation, somewhere livable for a few weeks Mm -hmm. that, and you'd be given something, support from the government to be able to sustain yourself for a bit, to pick yourself up whilst you're trying to look for something. She shouldn't have to resort to do all these things because she wants to make a living for herself and her child. And Mm -hmm. also the systems in place for her to keep up with her sobriety. We demonize people with addictions. We demonize them. We cast them out we call them all sorts of things but don't set up the things in place to help them because then what like if we do not see yet, but what if she, if she did talk back to alcohol could you blame her
0: mm-hmm.
1: realistically could you really blame her um, mm. so I was watching it and I was going to so I, I loved it I was really impressed with it actually because I felt sucked into what was going on but I it, I was watching everyone and I felt so sorry for them particularly her and um what's the guy with the long hair named again uh hmm with oh my suit. god. It's he's right there. Out of my head. It's right yeah, it's at right the tip th- of my tongue. And I can't say it. But. Selby.
0: With hi- Selby. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With him, especially. Just, like, she was. She got off with a free place. And you thought. and Even me, I'm so cynical. I'm like, oh, something's going to happen here. And I was going to ask you,
0: when did you, know, when did you know that was a bad idea?
1: As, as soon as he's opened his mouth and said it. it the minute he
0: called her girl, I was like, run away. He was like, run girl, away. I was like, run. Run away!
1: As soon as he said the place is free, you won't have to do anything for it. I in terms so- and <laughs> conditions
0: apply. I was like, please run, <laughs> run!
1: Right. Because in my head, there's no way a man could offer me a free place to stay, and there's not something I'm gonna get sold on the black market. <laughs> I can't, you. I can't trust it. In in where she's living in Tory Britain, no one's nice
0: no it's not I, this I, it was I London right I, I just assumed it was London but did they say if it was, I
1: think if it was so it, it felt it, it felt like it, felt it like London, was right. I think it, it was shot London. in
0: Bristol but I think I think it's London
1: I, I, I was thinking I recognise these shops I was like I've been to this place before and then now you say it's Bristol it makes sense now it's like I'm like
0: yeah it was shot in I've Bristol I've been
1: here before yeah
0: it's a hard watch
1: it's hard like it's where you know when she got the little sign that says hundred days sober." I was
0: like, "Damn!" <laughs> oh, actually, you brought up sobriety again. So you might not, you will not know this because you've not been on the podcast and discussed shows like this. But my biggest pet peeve, and it's not a pet peeve but like I hate when it's actually I hate when it's done. But it's not. I know why it's done because it's it's character, it's real life, it's why it's it's why how life works. But my biggest thing is, um, sober addicts relapsing. I hate it so much i hate because i'm just like why why can't we just like like so like for example kendall relapsing season one i'm like oh, oh. can not we just have someone be sober and just be sober like no need for a relapse no i it it, it breaks my heart every single time when somebody relapses i'm just like i don't want this in this story i'm like please because i was talking about industry season two spoiler alert The about industry season two. First episode i was like rob is sober this is gonna break my heart when he breaks it when he when he relapses in episode five. <laughs> what happens? E- literally episode five, he relapses, and guess what? Luckily, we had Mickey and Cora, the, the writers on that the episode. I, I got to tell them to their face. I was like, I was like, this is this broke my heart. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, no. I So I'm hoping that she doesn't relapse, but most likely she will. Just the way stories work. But yes, this is a hard show to watch, and obviously. As people might know, or listen to this podcast, my method is ready to rewatch episodes before we do, we do episodes on them. The rewatch of this was so difficult, man. It was, and it's weird because, like, you think a rewatch would be better because you know what's going to happen, but it just what makes this show bleak and dark is not what happens necessarily, but just how the show feels. Does does that does that make sense? Or so it's not like I'm dreading something that's going to happen. Just like. I don't like being in this world, which obviously I do, because I think this is a really good show. And like I said, I'm very impressed by it. But like, just like being in this world is difficult. And I'm sure every part of that is intentional because the show is like meant to, is meant to portray difficult, a difficult part of life. Hopefully the hope is that it doesn't become the poverty porn that like, um, Daisy Mae Cooper's character mentions in the in the early parts of the first episode. But yeah, it was a difficult watch, but I, I think there's something here. I think there's a lot of emotionality and heart here. And some very interesting characters. That I'm just very excited to see where they're like where their stories go. It's funny because I think in most other shows, Ronke's character would be the stable person for and
1: she really is it for yeah. Daisy May
0: Cooper's character, <laughs> but she's not.
1: She's a duck She
0: she could probably be. This is this is. I don't I don't know if I like this analogy, but it's best it's in as my head right now. But she could be like where Richie Opia's character in reference to like um Michaela Cole's character in in I May Destroy You, that makes sense. Like
1: Oh I may destroy you. Ah. Uh-huh.
0: So like not perfect, not not the perfect character, but like has her shit more together. But I don't think Ronke's character in this show has her shit together because
1: yes.
0: like, the first time we see her, she's she's actually yes, they're in London because we see her in the West End. So yeah, they're in London. Yeah, so she's passed out in a phone booth in the West End. Next time we see her, she's having sex with. Uh, that's like I don't even. That's it's a lot. It's a lot.
1: Some middle-aged white like guy. I was so confused. I was like, "Girl, like, I was like, put your underwear on and get out. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing?"
0: <laughs> it also does seem like she might have addiction issues as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. were
0: Kind of the way she pounces on the on the the beer can. You're like, okay, maybe there's there's something. Yeah, maybe we there don't is. Know about.
1: I think. I'm happy that they're doing alcoholism mm-hmm. because the UK has a strange, strange bondage to alcohol. Sorry about of like us Brits and alcohol. Okay, let me not seen me alcohol and addiction. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how this plays out because I feel like they have every reason to make me believe that the characters will, she will relapse. And will I be angry? Probably mm-hmm. not because for me it always depends the circumstances of when someone relapses because mm-hmm. I think addiction it takes a long time for it to stick so when Kendall like give example like you mentioned Kendall in, in, in um, Succession when he relapsed that made so much sense that made a lot of sense I'm like yeah, yeah, of course, you, yeah. you that's a good very damn good piece to relapse if you're going to relapse that's a perfect one Rob as well <laughs> yes. so I, for me it's that it's a good reason. I'm like, you know, if you're going to relapse at any point, it's probably a good reason to do it. I mm-hmm. think with mm-hmm. her character, the way that, for me, it depends on, I, I trust it because if Daisy picked the show, then she knows what she's doing. Uh, I think it's how they have the conversation about addiction and sobriety and how, I love how raw and honest it is because you will have moments where everything's going fine and you feel on top of the world, and you feel like I've conquered this thing. And there are going to be days, and I think she's feeling yeah. that now. Where it's like everything's going so wrong, and the one thing that used to bring me happiness was this thing. Mm-hmm. And I could go back to this this very thing that I know.
0: Yeah, it says in episode two, "I just, I just want to drink."
1: I just want to drink, and I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. I, t- I I would.
0: Yeah.
1: Out, oh, you lost your house. <laughs> you tried to get your job back, and they said, nah. You, you that you a guy offered you a house that you're trying Even to the job
0: they are trying to get back. It's like
1: you're trying to get back into, and I think. But what's really nice in all this is her relationship with her daughter. Her daughter's so sweet. Like I really like mm-hmm. her. Like she's a really mm-hmm. good kid, and I really like the fact that you could tell that she's keeping herself together for her. And her daughter's reaction to the hundred days thing was really sweet as well. It's like, oh, that's really cool. Like I think. Yeah, yeah, they did a really nice. yeah that they did a nice. really good job in making you can see that the one thing that's keeping her together is this girl and she'll do everything in her power to ensure that. Like, now nah, I'm gonna make sure that I get myself together for her like for her it was really funny seeing her and Selby and Selby yeah. was about to punch her She's like, ah you don't want to be in the butch boys in prison I
0: think that scene will probably exemplify her and Selby's relationship as we go on in this season because like the first thing he does is obviously grab her in a he chokehold, right? But he's grabbing her in a he chokehold because she's endangered Iris, which is like, it's like he's not doing a great thing, but he kind of has every reason to do it. It's like, so you get like, what you're doing is deplorable. I'm not going to comment it, but you're doing it because you're so worried for this young girl. And I think that's kind of, and then what well, she slaps him is that kind of, I think that's kind of like the toxic relationship. And I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get to see more about that as the as the, the show, the season goes on. Um. Is there anything in the plot you want to talk about? Like the plot over the first two episodes? Is there anything that you want to discuss?
1: I I want to discuss the fact that I didn't realise this was Corlys from House of the Dragon. <laughs> it's really bothering me. I, I'm actually so confused how that was him. Wow. You're going
0: to see now and be like, oh, obviously it's him. Like you'll be like, how did I miss that when you see him next time?
1: I'm actually going to rewatch it again.
0: It, I, I, I saw it immediately but uh, to be fair I, okay actually no 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 because I watched interviews with him so I saw him without the wig um... so I knew how like Steve Toussaint looks in real life so I guess that was
1: but, like... but, but in the
0: voice though you can hear the voice
1: I wasn't paying attention like that uh,
0: I was gonna ask you something I can't remember. oh did you you want just of S.H.I.E.L.D.? yes did you recognize Nick Blood lance hunter <gasps> <laughs> i wish i wish we were recording this so everybody could see your reaction just now
1: i'm so do you know what i'm gonna lie to you just to preface i'm so slow like i won't notice people You're like not slow, like i remember like oh what was i watching it took me like five minutes to realize that bella ramsey was the same bella ramsey for game of thrones it wasn't computing in my head because so I kept thinking to myself, I've, I've seen this person before. Where have I seen you? Where have I seen you? Where have I seen you?
0: And I couldn't well, like when you were watching the trailer?
1: For Last of Us. Or when the show I started? I couldn't. Honestly, I kept saying, I know this person. The first episode came. And I was like, it was really angry me that I've known this person. But I don't know where I know this person from. And then I remember my brother was like, you're such an idiot. It's from Game of Thrones. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had <at> a moment." <laughs> i i promise you I'm really i am really slow. I'll never recognise anyone maybe that's you just why, don't
0: know Game of Thrones people
1: no I just don't think I know anyone like that's why like, I'm really bad with faces I remember names I can never remember faces so I feel like you know when someone says oh I've, I've seen you before and in my head like seen you before <laughs> like I'm really I'm really bad that's why I'm, never, I'm really, that's why I'm never I'm never good at family parties because everyone's like I saw you like two years ago and I'm like I don't remember you I remember your name. Well, that one is just your that's just your rude. Name. Like
0: want to mention your name, no, I ju- I, I'm on your side. That one just rude. When someone hasn't no, seen you years, like, oh, I used, I used to know you, that's rude. I don't. Yeah, no, yeah, don't. I don't remember.
1: I don't know you anymore. <laughs> <And> you're, uh, <laughs> you're right. You know. Let me start saying they're rude because I used to start feeling guilty. <laughs> yeah. Doing, no.
0: Don't, no. You. Don't. Don't feel guilty. Um. There's one little thing. So, obviously, in the second episode, um, I keep calling that Disney Cooper's character, but what's her name again? Um costello costello is approached by a journalist under the guise that she gets to write her story about her working at the peep show and being a single mom and all that and then the journalist kind of manipulates it and makes it an interview um, against costello's wishes this obviously angers her and then we know that she's writing a book as we mentioned across the two episodes and then towards the end she's just talking about how she wants to focus on the book and get the book finished and obviously like i said in the introduction write her way out of poverty and I was thinking, I don't think this is what the show is going to be because it's, a, it's probably a more aspirational route than, than what the show is doing right now. But I was like, oh, is this show going to become like a, sh- a story about like creativity and, and the drive to create? Because, like that, for me, that's my bag. Like, you can put a show that can be incredibly dark, but if it's about creativity, I am very like eat that Whiplash up. is, if you think about Whiplash, Whiplash is a very dark movie. Weeplash is very, very demented. But whenever I think about it, it's aspirational to me, which is kind of fucked up. I'm just like, oh, yes.
1: You think that film... Can you repeat that again for the listeners? You think what's aspirational?
0: I, sometimes I look at Weeplash and I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't mind a Fletcher in my life if he's going to drive me to become the next body Rich. If I can get... I, I Look, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
1: Do you know what? No, no, you're right. Cause this is a weird film to use as an example. But you know, when I watch The Wolf of 4th Street, he actually inspires me <laughs> to do something. Do you know what I mean? I'm watching this guy create a false business, committing fraud, but I feel inspired. What? Well, yeah, but. Which makes no logical sense. I don't, I don't want to break the law. I want to do it legally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm watching something like, damn, you know what? Maybe he's on, maybe he's, maybe he's on something.
0: Maybe, maybe.
1: No, like, I, I don't know. He's, Maybe Leo was that good, but <laughs> I'm still inspired. Go
0: watch. Speaking of Leo and Fraud, go watch Catch Me If You Can. That'll probably, that's probably, I on my side of, on my le- tables of Fraud, I prefer that one to Wolf of Wall Street because that one's a bit like. Well, victimless. catch me if you can yeah it's a bit in my opinion no catch if us. you
1: can that level of fraud I was like you know is always that or like you know Ocean's Eleven I've told I watch Ocean's Yeah, Ocean. I'm inspired to do something
0: what are you inspired to do in Ocean's Eleven like, Rob, I want to do Rob that you know what wear nice suits what, what, I'm inspired I'm not going to see
1: him like I'm inspired I'm inspired <laughs> want I watch or when I watch Heat I'm inspired Heat but I won't ever he's do a it. criminal like, he's killing yeah, people
0: like, in Heat it. I tell you, you keep trying to for me my whiplash take and like,
1: heat. You know
0: Jesus Christ. He literally shoots people fully heat. <laughs> no, the whiplash
1: one. No, you're right. Because whenever, whenever I watch whiplash, whenever I watch whiplash, I always want to be a drummer. Then I'm like, you don't actually want to be a drummer? Yeah. yeah and
0: like, I, and I think as someone who, me, who like wants to create things, I'm like, how far am I willing to go? And honestly, I think I'm, if I was Andrew, I would continue doing what I was doing. But that's that's a whole different podcast topic. That's what we're talking about today. Um, I like the ideas that are presented in the first two episodes where... Because Costello is not... She's not the right-wing's wet dream of someone that is, like, lying around trying to get, like, welfare checks or whatever. Or council homes and stuff like that. She's working. She has two jobs. Two jobs that are very demeaning. Really bloody demeaning. Right. But she's she's doing that, but she still can't, like, afford... She can't afford her rent. And it's like, you can't... It's the thing, you can't hard work your way out of abject poverty. I'm sorry. Like, I know there are success stories and everything, but you just can't. You can't. She has a first...
1: No, you can't. This is why... Because this is why I'm men Then people annoy me. You have to 24 <laughs> hours or we don't?
0: You actually don't. No, we don't. But that's a, again, that's a whole different topic. Like, you have an assistant. I don't have an assistant. We don't have him 24 hours. But that's the same thing. But also, she has a first from university in Durham. Like, you can't educate your way out of po- abject poverty sometimes. It's just... Anyway, that's, this will probably be a podcast series of a lot of pontificating and standing on soapboxes. But that's the point. And I, I like that. And it's just like, she's not someone that is just lying around looking for handouts. Because, yeah, those people are in real life far, few and far between. But that's not the point. Um, so, I like. I, again, I like, it's funny, like, talking to you about this show. Even though I was already, I was, like I said, I was already on board. I think it's made me like the show a bit more because i i wouldn't say i was i didn't i don't i don't think i liked the show coming into this recording i was very impressed i was very intrigued um i was i was in awe at certain parts um we can talk about the acting as we go on in future episodes but like everyone is quite good and i'm sure they'll get to do a bit more as we go on
1: it's actually really good yeah i don't think the show is
0: funny maybe cuz i was sad throughout so I, that's why i said comedy in question marks in the intro um that, the comedy in the dramedy part i'm not really sure it's there but it does have lines like uh, what does it say? People are out there with hands full of coins and cocks or something like that. So like, again, there's some incredible lines in, in this, but yeah, I think the drama aspect is def- def- definitely outweighs the comedy aspect. Um, anyway, do you have any final thoughts before we, I, we'll, like I said, we'll be back in, I don't think I told you guys, but we'll be back in two weeks talking about episode three and four. If, if you haven't watched the show and you like what we've said, please check it out. I think, I wouldn't blame anyone who can't watch the show, who can't get through it, but I think everyone should at least try and then if you can, I think I think this is one of the shows that the reward will be there if you can't get through the bleakness of some parts.
1: Yeah, I feel like everyone should watch the show, like, once. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, just try it. Try like, see just try, to
1: try and watch it. It's a bit depressing, but it's worth it. it it's
0: worth, worth it. the depression, you feel. Yeah.
1: Because I feel like, the only way to compare it to is, that I feel like, it's, oh, what show can I think of it? It's like watching, um skins or like watching that skins actually because it's quite bleak mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. very very bleak really bloody bleak but it has little little moments that keeps you going you yeah know i mean the depression don't last too long so it's, like, it's like the average day of having depression you know it's depressing sometimes and you have a nice day there yeah, it is so think of it like that
0: yeah Sometimes it can just be a nice day or you can wake up and everything is just shit. But
1: And you want to hate everyone.
0: <laughs> you do want to hate everyone. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what the future episodes hold. And like I said, we'll be back every two weeks talking about episodes bi-weekly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, that's a good place to wrap up. Any final thoughts, Priscilla?
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: Okay. Has this helped or worsened your mood regarding United's 7-0 loss? Do you know
1: what? I think I've I think I've forgotten. Do you know I've watched so many documentaries on Netflix now, so like, I feel like I'm okay. The, the is that your comfort food saying,
0: documentaries?
1: No, it's like do you know what is yeah. The way I, the way I have to think about it is that that's the first time we've lost in months. Is it, that way up. I was not expecting seven seven up. Seven, seven up, you know. But <laughs> I know that they're not going to do that again. If that makes any sense, like when it happens against City in October, they were... I kind of... Because the only thing that's making me, like, alright is that it's the manager. Because so I know, like, he's going to send people to under-21s if they even dare produce anything like that ever again. Okay. Um, if, if it was anyone else in charge, I'll be bricking it. Okay. I appreciate, yeah, was, I appreciate if, this copium. This
0: copium seems, seems well... Okay. No, no,
1: we'll the copium... copium <laughs> I'm handing my copium because I know half that team won't be there in the summer... How?
0: What do you mean, I mean? What do you mean? Half of that team is new. What are we talking about? Half?
1: No, like a good three or four are not going to be there in the summer. Okay, three or they four. Way. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, that's but, nearly
1: half the team. Yeah. What, like six? a good three or four won't be there. The um, only thing I disagreed. Uh, the only th- actually this, the last thing I said. The only thing I disagreed with him on. I would have actually would have started Wan-Bissaka in that game, but not Dallow. I actually would have started Wan-Bissaka. He deserved the, the chance to start. Please. He would have been better up against, uh, what's his face? Juan well, Nunes. Who's on the left again? Yeah, he would have dealt with Nunes better than Dalo did. He's a lot yeah. better defensively. The only yeah. thing Dalo's got over him defensively is the back post, but that's not <laughs> where they were targeted. It's they were not targeting them with us. Path. Oh my God. <laughs> no, because because if you see Juan bissak at the back post, you know exactly why I'm saying that. <laughs> right. For a man who's, who's amazing, he's terrible at the back post. That's how we considered against you, Lark. You
0: know Eddie's last goal. Yeah, I remember. Say it again. That's how. Yeah. <laughs> talk, yeah. About, talk about Eddie's goal again. Let's we can go off that. <laughs> 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 um, okay, thank you very much for He was that. in the room. Thank you very much listening. Um, yeah, and obviously join us. We're doing a lot of things over the next six to eight weeks, guys. Like a lot of stuff. Mando is out, Ted Lasso is out, Raindor's is out, succession, yellow jackets, Barry love and death in april like we're gonna be covering lots of stuff you can follow along with the podcast on all platforms social media as well and yeah join us next week and we'll be joined by arsenal fan daniel calia <laughs> bye guys
1: bye guys